<clears throat> I'm Dr. Bob. <laughs> Don't you miss it? You mm. miss it. Admit it. When you're like miss, talking we, to someone on the phone. You miss them. No, you know, we, we need to make sure. We do need to make throat. sure podcasts. We're we're doing our episodes a little bit more. There's there is a lot to talk about right I now. I know, but it's like, ugh. Yeah. I'm. You're super busy, and I'm. Yeah, but we should I'm, try to every two weeks record two episodes that we can release one a week. Yeah, okay. that's that's doable. Right. Let me watch your level. Why don't you talk? I already am talking. Okay. Hello. Okay. I'm talking. Still talking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Did you start? Yeah. When you open the door for somebody else. Welcome into the vaccine conversation with Melissa and Dr. Bob. Great to be back. It's it's been what I don't know, like three or four weeks since we've actually done an episode. Has it been that long? I'm sorry. I don't know what time or date or year we are even in. So you don't want to ask me that because as far as I know, it's 2050. I'm still here in the basement, you know, like waiting to come out and see what the world looks like. <laughs> so I don't know. I have no idea. So are you recording your episodes of your podcast still? Yeah. Are you, is it getting boring yet doing these chapters? Or well, is it let still me exciting? ask my listeners. <laughs> no, it's, um, I got to feel like it's, it's not an exciting podcast. How far are you in? Sure. I'm like three fourths of the way through. Okay. Or, or So what happens after that? 20%. You have to write another book. I think I have like 20% left. <laughs> I was thinking of a little preview. Um, I was thinking of doing a chapter by chapter commentary on the vaccine book. Oh, that's a good like idea. Like where I, I'm not going to reread the chapter no, because there's already an or audio summarize book. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but kind of like, like what could I, what would I add now to it, or, you or know, what do you think about what you, or included? what would I have said or written that didn't make it past the publisher, or, um, so that was or, 2009, right? Or when was that? It was 2007 was the first one. 2011 was the oh. first update. And then I just did the recent update in 2019. So, so 2007, I mean, so much is different from 2007, obviously. Oh, my understanding mm -hmm. of vaccines has changed so much. And there was this awesome uh, person that emailed me through my website. Since the, the book has a website, you know, the vaccinebook.com, people can email me there. She sent me the most awesome email and she basically read the new version and she got basically the essence of what had changed in mm. me with the new version. So she read, she read the original version and the new version. Right, oh, right. interesting. And she said, I love how you got rid of all this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, this part of the book is gone and you replaced it with this whole complete brand new chapter that basically just puts it all out there in a way that... Mm -hmm really is me and mm -hmm. it's not me sort of you know walking the fine line or right. pretending to kind of be pro-vaccine right. and and you know and that's the thing I, it's not that you're not either it's not it's not that you're e right. you're not either it doesn't have to be a category i know it's like people always say are you pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine i'm just the vaccine you know i just like here's just the information right and so the new version throws all the information out there but it really incorporates what i've observed in my patients, since I'm one of the mm -hmm. only practices right. that accepts non-vaccinating families, 
I've had the the privilege to basically watch like 15,000 unvaccinated kids grow up uh, as Plus healthy you see a lot children of vaccine and, and, injured kids and you're seeing yeah. that side of it too yeah. that like a traditional practice might not be seeing so you're really right. seeing you're actually seeing the two pieces of the puzzle that the yeah. rest of the world yeah. isn't which is the kids that are getting harmed from it and the kids that aren't getting them at all and how healthy and thriving that they no, are you're, you're totally right like every pediatrician basically sees only fully vaccinated kids Anyone who's injured leaves their practice right. because they don't embrace that. And anyone who's not and, vaccinated and is not else. going there. Right, yeah, and they don't have any unvaccinated families. So you're right, that, that's interesting. I see all the kids on both ends of that spectrum. I see the kids who are raised naturally with no vaccines, and I see the kids who were injured and were and trying to recover. And you know, so after so many years of seeing those kids, I was able to basically write more about what my observations are about unvaccinated families and, and their health and and incorporate that into the book as well. So but I is so awesome to to get that message from a reader mm -hmm. how she basically appreciated that aspect of the book and that's really what what I wanted from it. And so I'm thrilled for that. Yeah, you're right. That could be my next podcast. But I was gonna uh, say back back to the back to those two things. I almost feel like maybe your next book should be about those two elements, the ones that we were just talking about. Because the thing is Everything that we are fighting for in this movement is transparency of information, acknowledgement of those who are injured, and a discussion about what people always say, a vax versus unvax study, a real discussion about is there a way that children can live a healthy, disease-free life without having all of the doses or even any of the doses that are on the schedule. This is the conversation you're not going to hear on mainstream media. Right. They're not going to even have the experts on to discuss this and to weigh both sides of it because that's not even supposed to be an option. Right. So what's interesting, and I don't know why I hadn't thought about that, is that your entire practice is basically knee deep in the two elements that the mainstream medical community won't discuss. Like that's literally what yeah. you're surrounded with all day long and yeah. other practitioners that are like you. And yeah. a lot of chiropractors, a lot of other healthcare practitioners are also surrounded by vaccine injured or injured uh, children or families and even adults. And then also unhealthy, unvaccinated or vaccine free children and adults. And it's like, I mean, I know for me before Serenity, I didn't even know those people existed. I didn't yeah, know there was right. such a thing as an unvaccinated person or adult. Like my mind really truly believed without vaccines, you'll die. You won't make it through childhood. Like right, that was, you know, right, this was the exactly. understanding that I had. Yeah. So it's interesting now to know that there's an entire community of people that have lived that way. And, and many times their parents or I met a woman who was like, uh, I want to say 90, not too long ago, and she's unvaccinated, her children are unvaccinated, the grandchildren are unvaccinated, and you're thinking three generations of thriving and healthy people. It's not that that has to be the choice that you make. It's just the point that that can be a choice for you. Right. And I think that maybe delving more into the observation of these two categories needs to be our focus. We don't need to keep talking about the kids that get vaccines and are fine, because that's what everybody's talking about. Right. But we need to talk about the kids that get them that aren't fine and the kids that are still fine without getting them. Right. And what just occurred to me is there's a third group that I'm now seeing in my practice, which is also a brand new group. Mm -hmm. And it's the families who didn't vaccinate at the beginning, mm. but now they're having to vaccinate their four or five-year-olds for kindergarten 
or their nine and 10 year olds for junior high for school mandates. Right. For, but not, not so much just for school, for California law that doesn't right. allow them to opt out because maybe they would have been one of the ones that opted out. Right, right, that. right. No, so these are families who They're opted forced out. Into it. Yeah. yeah. They opted out. So they raised their kids without vaccines for the first mm-hmm. few years of life. And then now we're vaccinating them with uh, um, about 14 or 15 injections that are required on the California mandates mm-hmm. out of the 50 total injections you otherwise would have gotten. From the CDC schedule. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and so it is a reduced schedule, but it will be interesting to see what happens with their health. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I run them through these vaccines at their choice. You know, I give them informed consent and I tell them about the the pros and cons and the risks of doing this. Um, but they, you know, these are families that, that don't want to choose homeschooling and they don't want to move. And so they, they feel coerced, you know, by the government right. and doing the shots. And so I'm there to provide them in a spread out way because all other doctors will just load them up mm-hmm. with all, all five doses one you know month and then five more doses the next month. And, and where I spread them out over mm-hmm. two or three years. So I'm interested to see, do those groups of kids develop any particular problems from that? Do they, does their health seem reduced or do they continue to be the healthy kids that they were the first few years of their life? And, uh, do but they... that's kind of what kids used to do prior to 1980, right? Essentially, or before maybe 1975, where they weren't really getting the infant shots and they got most of them at kindergarten age. Right, right. You got like a, you got like a, a, a small handful of infant ones. Then you got, you know, a, like a toddler shot or two. Yeah. Then you got boosters. Or some a, didn't. I know a, a lot that didn't get and... anything until four or five. And that idea, that concept seems to make a lot more sense yeah. than the way that we're heavily overloading them in the early infancy. Yeah. You know, we, we never tell people what to do and what mm-hmm. not to do, but it's interesting the theory that loading up young babies with so many chemicals mm-hmm. and with so many things that irritate the immune system and cause a lot of inflammation right. by design on the right. immune system. And is that harming these kids in a way? And then what happens when you put them through that process when they're already mostly fully developed, their nervous system is mostly you know, developed by the time they're three or four years old and and they've got a, a a natural immune system they've grown over the first few years. What happens with them when you give them vaccines at that point, but a, right. a minimal number of vaccines spread out. Mm-hmm. And what I'm I'm hoping to see that these kids continue to be healthy and thrive in school. They don't start getting sick a lot and they don't have learning disorders or and, autoimmune and issues asthma or, yeah. and allergies. Because we know some research shows when you vaccinate babies right. that they end up having a whole host of different medical problems. I'm curious to see what happens when you're vaccinating older, older kids mm-hmm. who, who had previously be, been unvaccinated. Um, well, it's definitely the discussion that our country should be having, all countries mm-hmm. should be having. What are all the different options and approaches? What works best? Not hypothetically, oh, every vaccine is going to prevent every disease, so therefore the more people that get them, the better we're going to be. Not that discussion. The overall discussion, the big picture discussion about health, longevity, um, and maybe looking at a little closer at some of these issues that we're seeing with the chronic illnesses and how this may yeah. be connected to our very dramatic and very heavy vaccine schedule that we have in certain countries and the U.S. being one of them. I mean, there is not a country that has more than what we have. 
Uh, but right. there are other countries trying to match what we have now, yeah. which is unfortunate. We're seeing that in some other places like Spain and Australia. I've been learning a lot about other countries lately because I'm now starting to have the vaccine book translated right. into other other languages. Mm -hmm. And other country publishers are contacting my agent and we're basically setting up uh, contract after contract to have the new version of the book mm -hmm. translated. And what's fun is... The current vaccine book is for the United States and it has a chapter for Canada. So what I do for all these other countries is I mm -hmm. remove the Canada chapter and replace it with a chapter US. for that country. Oh, oh, right. you keep it in English and they yeah, just yeah. have one chapter based on their country. Exactly. So we'll know, we'll know it's 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 the English version. They translate it the into, whole their book into their language. Uh -huh. But, but then you I, have a unique chapter based on yeah, the vaccine yeah, program in their for, country. Yeah, for their country. So... I'm not trying to rewrite the entire book for right. each country, right. although I did that for China. China has a version that's coming out soon that is completely just written for China. But mm -hmm. it's hard to rewrite the whole book for every every sure. country. So I basically wanted them to have a look at what my life and my views are as an American pediatrician mm -hmm. using the biggest vaccine schedule of right. the planet. And then... I educate them about their specific country. Right. And what I'm finding is I'm, we've done, uh, I've done Korea. Like I said, I've done China. I've done, um, I did, uh, I did a country like 10 years ago in Europe. I can't even remember what country it is. I just completed Serbia. I'm doing Bulgaria. Um, we did Canada. I'm doing Vietnam. And that that's just what I'm working on now. And just every, every, you know, few months or so, we get a new contract added onto that. So what I'm finding is, most of these countries have about half of our schedule. Right. But they've recently added on like HPV. Mm -hmm. Or they're recently adding on pneumococcal. Or Hep B and, or something. Yeah. And, and they're basically, I do see all countries turning toward the American I system. Know. And so unfortunately, my book is going to apply to you know, every country eventually because they're going to have all these vaccines and um and we looked at that when we did the episode on japan remember japan their schedule was mm -hmm. and it was working for them they had great health yeah. in children and adults and all of a sudden they're getting the pharmaceutical pressure no doubt to uh you know up the ante and so to keep up with other places but it's not like they had an issue of disease and so now they're just increasing the schedule just right. to stay up with what we're doing versus whether or not that's serving their their community their right. population whether or not mm -hmm. it's necessary and whether or not they actually have disease outbreaks, which Japan was a perfect example of a place that didn't. I know. And and you mentioned, you know, trying to make a book out of some of these concepts. I got to tell you, I'm, it's a lot of work. I'm hesitant <laughs> about what I write and what I put out there still. Mm -hmm. you know, we all have been watching what's happened with Dr. Paul Thomas um, losing his medical license right. because of his uh, his open stance we should have on, him on here um, and let's talk about that oh you know he totally would yeah, I, I, I know bet he would. i know you're yeah. friends with him and but yeah, we should we should have him on here just to discuss like an inside look at what's going on with yeah. that I'm, i guess i'm a little concerned to be too vocal about what my observations have been about unvaccinating families in in a public setting right but i don't mean you have to give details right. on what it's more like the discussion yeah of these subtopics like yeah. like 
the theory and going back and forth, what, what if this is what we see? Or isn't this something that should be discussed? Or mentioning all the times it's been brought up, but then squashed in discussion. Right. Right. Or, or different states that have brought up legislation to address this stuff, and then it, those bills got killed. Kind of like the discussion about why aren't we having the discussion? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, So you're having right. the discussion right. about the thing that we should all be talking about. Right. You don't have to necessarily go into your own uh, results or details. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be personal in that so, sense. But so more I like, know. How about in our spare time? Yes. <laughs> right By Saturday. Today's Thursday. <laughs> Just you got two days. Let's do it. Okay, but no, I am not doing anything else until you and I have completed our video project. Yeah. I still. Like it has to be done. You just have I'm, to tell I'm me the day to show it. up. No, you're totally right. So <laughs> and I will see, show up. <laughs> see this whole time, guys. I mean, I mean, all our listeners are like, "Yeah, guys, when are you going to put out your video project?" I kept waiting. Like, when is Melissa going to kind of get with me to put this together and work on it? It finally occurred to me. Mm. I basically am. I've been working on writing, writing the, the outlines, the kind of like the the script of what we talk about, the topics, well, subtopics. I'm not going to just let you write this. No, no, script. no, and, and it's not even going to be scripted. But I've, I've been working on writing out everything I want to talk about, like the ten most you know important topics mm -hmm. in the vaccine conversation and. And how this might be divided into 10 different episodes. And so I've, I'm totally working on it. But no, you're, you're totally right. I figured out <laughs> I need to sort of take the lead on this, be in charge of setting it up, scheduling it. We're going to probably work with Jay and his his group in his studio, and um, which will be exciting. So it'll be like an in-studio production of the Vaccine Conversation video podcast. And then we're going to put it out there. For, it'll be something like 10 bucks or something. I don't know. It'll be... People will buy it, and uh, and it'll be like a nice, good, objective alternative to some of the other uh, documentaries that are out there that people are also enjoying. But but you're right, you are so busy, and I've been watching you and and your life this last year, and how super busy you are. And I know that you can't. Uh, I can't facilitate. I can't you're right. Facilitate. You're right. But anyway, this is your yeah. this was your interest to do it, it is. this way. And, and but I love what you do for these projects. I love what you bring to these projects. So something is like, I'd never just do a, a boring vaccine video on myself because it put people to sleep. You're there to make it exciting, make it interesting, make it fun. And the boring vaccine program. Yeah. Dr. Bob Sears, <laughs> episode one. <laughs> See guys, that's how much fun our, our uh, video. So, so yeah, I was saying, I don't want to do anything else major until until that's in the, yeah. what is it, in the can? Is that what they say? I don't know. I think that's the, the movie lingo. In the pocket, in the can. In the can. Handled, finished, It's like done. all the Finito. edits are done and they've thrown <laughs> it in the, in the can. Um, okay, sure. So we are totally, we could totally do that in the next by couple months. Yeah, by summer. Hopefully. Get that done and get it shot. And well, You um, can't go out to eat anywhere and you can't do anything anywhere, anywhere else because we live in California, <laughs> which sucks yeah, right now. I'm totally, but I'm totally excited about that. So I will drag you to the studio. Yeah, I'll tell right. you when and. Just give me a time, give me a day, yeah. make sure I have my makeup on, hair done. <laughs> but you're gonna have someone cut your bangs instead of cutting them yourself. Are you video. are you saying or, that me cutting them myself? It's, it's I haven't like, I haven't done them yet. Uneven, today. Like, I haven't. Oh, oh there I you go. Okay, no, I didn't no, do no, it. Even I literally, you're just you're lucky. I took a shower. Like honestly, <laughs> like I've been in my dungeon of an office for the last several days because I think like didn't I mention it here before? I started a new job because advocacy doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> so any of you who have been busting your butts and your whatever state that you're in and have been fighting this fight for a long time, you understand not only do you not get paid for it, but you're out of pocket for all the expenses um, that come with, 
you know, going places and doing things over these many years, um, because it's not like we have investors and people have investors, you know, uh, we're lucky enough that we, in the fundraising that we have gotten, that we're able to, especially for this tour that we're doing, be able to pay for expenses like that. But I'm saying as an average mother or father, you're taking off work to go to the rallies. You're taking off work to go to the demonstrations. You're going to the Capitol. You're paying for your travel. Like all these things that we've done, they, they cost money to be fighting for all of this. And then, um, you know, it's basically been like a full-time job for me for the last almost mm -hmm. six years. Yeah. And so I got an actual a jobby job, as some right. people say, like a real nine to five, except it's more like nine to 11, like 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. <laughs> oh, um, it's really like yesterday I did work 16 hours and I had and I had more to do. I just had to pull myself away and say, you know, you have to call it like. Yeah. And then um, yeah, you don't text me nearly as often as you used to. I don't even post as much. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not yeah. even posting. I'm not researching. I'm not anything. Yeah. So please just bear with me during this transitionary period, because it's going to take me probably a couple of months to sort of figure out the amount because my website's about to go live in a couple oh, yeah. of weeks probably. Oh, yeah. Melissa, Melissa for the truth. Four, yeah. truth. Dot com. Com. Melissa for truth dot com. I'm already signed up. Yeah. You yeah. can get it. You can sign up now at that landing page just to be on the email newsletter so you'll know when we do go live. But uh, that process is going to have subscriptions for content. I've got to figure out exactly the time commitment that I have to be able to give content to that because that's its own full-time job too. Managing right. a, a big social media following Right. And um, continuing to research, continuing to post and engage and write back and all the messages I get of people, hey, check out this article, check this out. Um, it's kind of hard to keep up with all of that. And that's definitely the thing that took the back seat um, in these last few weeks that I started uh, this particular job. By the way, it's a mortgage job. Mm -hmm. So if you are in California and you are thinking about refinancing a home or investment property, I actually can do that for you. I am licensed to do that. I can do that myself for you, like as in I would be working with you directly. And rates are really good right now because of the market. And it's this is as low as it's been in decades. Like right now, yeah, it's just yeah. rock bottom prices and it's going to be here for this year alone. So this is one of the reasons why I just need to take advantage of being in this industry at this yeah. point. And it gives me the flexibility to be working sometime in the office, sometime at home with my kiddos, and because they're only going to school three days a week, part, you know, half day. Yeah. And so um, a lot of you working parents out there understand that balance. And so that's been also interesting. Um, the yeah. house is not clean at all uh, as a result of <laughs> I know. I, all I come their over independent to, play. <laughs> I, I come over to podcasts and, and there's there's some toys on the floor. It looks like any house where children live. And you're yeah. like rushing around trying to clean up. I'm like, leave it alone. I know. Because this is it what happens. And, to me, of all people. Right, right. But moms, like, you know what I'm saying right now? That as soon as they... you want them to have independent play and if you ever need to get something done you need them to have independent play but as soon as you do that you also are going to have a very obvious and guaranteed mess wherever it was that they were independently playing <laughs> because in order for them to do that they're going to destroy the house in the process and so that's kind of I mean I was really here through Christmas through New Year's like in my garage like I was just working through that whole time and it was just I mean I feel like I mean, I opened the garage today for like the first time. I'm like, sun, <laughs> light, air. Oh my gosh, what is this crazy thing? You know, I saw you like squinting. <laughs> like you're, you're like blinded by the sunlight. It's like, what is this strange thing I'm seeing in front of me now? <laughs> That's what I felt like I was coming out of a dungeon. But, um, but anyway, so yes, if you know anybody that wants to refinance, why not do it 
with me because you guys love me and you support us and you want to save money anyway. And why not support people that support the freedom loving ideals that we have been talking about yeah. over this last year? Yeah, so people would just what PM you? On yeah, send a message Facebook or, or, or media education us, group. Yeah, email us through the website. Find a way to get in contact with me and I'll yeah. give you my business contact information. Um, and it's fun to watch you do a job. Uh, that involves numbers, you know, yeah, numbers and it. data and it's, information. I have, and, let me, let me see if you can <laughs> you're just like, your, your feet are up on the desk. You're just like, numbers. Totally, listen, listen. <laughs> this is like what I do all day. And I love it because it's like, oh, and then add this up. Okay, if I do that, and this saves this much for them. And then if we combine <laughs> their three other properties, plus your mortgage interest, plus we add this and then this right here, but we're covering closing costs. Okay, so your total would be this. You're saving this. Boom, boom, and done. I love it. Like, I actually love that part of it. it there's a lot. there. Okay, so... You know, a lot of people know people that are in the mortgage industry, but there's a lot of problem solving that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So somebody yeah. comes to you and they've got seven or eight properties. They're like, I want to do five of them. Three of them are paid off. Then you have to utilize all of the seven or eight properties that they have. Uh, in addition to the five separate loans you have to do, which, by the way, you can't copy from each one. You have to manually re-enter every oh, wow. single Jeez. app with all of the details. And they're like five or six different screens of pages that all have to do with your debt to income and your liabilities and your assets. And um, all of that is like one huge Rubik's Cube. How do we do this with this? Can this pay off a lower level investment if we do cash out on your primary? <laughs> if we do these two investment properties at this rate and you're doing a little bit of discount points to get that right here, look how much you're going to be saving in interest over the life of the loan. Then you get to do amortization calculators. You get to look you're, at bar graphs. You're loving all these fancy words, right? Um, hello. <laughs> Gosh, you sound like you've been doing this for years, <laughs> Melissa. Have. I really have. So, um, and, and, and yeah. It's so funny. You, you, I mean, as I was falling asleep there, like, <laughs> I, I see this like excited look on how, your face. How do you just fall like, asleep oh. talking about numbers? I mean, this is like, at the end of all this, it's like, boom, look at what we can, if we do all this yeah. all right, this is what, like, I can zoom out and go, this is what the whole picture will be. But I can see not all loan officers are going to be able to do that and do it well. I'm a natural problem solver. Yeah, My yeah. thing is about finding solutions, yeah. right? So it's a good fit for me. Um, but yeah, my kid's dad, you know, he's been in the mortgage industry for 10, 12 years now. So it's not completely new to me. It's new to me to be doing it directly, but, you know, been related to the industry for a while and numbers are not new to me. And obviously when you have a certain level of education, you're able to sort of master ideally most things that you get into, but this feels like a perfect fit because it's yeah. very math related, yeah. um, which I love. So well, good for you. I'm glad you could find you. something you can do from home mostly. I could do you this completely the, from home. I could move out flexible. of state and still yeah. do this, which is great. And when you find, I mean, when you find a, like a job, a desk job, even what might seem like a menial job to some people, when it fits your brain well, and it you thrive on it because your brain is just firing on all cylinders as you're you know incorporating all these different aspects to it. That really is fun for someone. It's better for you to have that kind of job versus something that that you know puts you to sleep or that doesn't feed your soul and your brain. And well, what's funny is at the beginning everybody's like, oh, you know, take it slowly. Don't do too much. Don't get any complicated files. And what blah, did blah, you blah. do? What, how, where are you in the company now? <laughs> well, yeah, but see, I did. Melissa's number one, <laughs> the number one producer in her company right for now. For now, so. for now. But here's the thing. The thing is, is you guys should know this about me. Whatever I do, I do 100% 
and then whatever's left. If well, there's any well, extra. Well, thanks to me. I mean, when uh-huh. I first met her, you guys, like I six years no, ago. No you motivation. Have no idea. <laughs> no work no work ethic. Say, Come on, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and that's the funny thing. That's what happened with vaccines. I mean, it's like I don't do anything part time, half time, a little bit. Mm. It's like, if I'm doing it, I'm all in. I mean, that goes across the board. If I'm your friend, I'm all in, right? Like, right. It, everything I do is, like, full on. So in this case, um, you know, just like with vaccines, there's a lot of new data, new information. It's like, I'm like, let me learn the hardest stuff now. I can always go easier from here. I don't need to start easy and build up over time. Like, I don't want to take time to learn it. I want to yeah. have the crash course and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I already went through the pre-licensing education months ago and did all that and you know, got officially licensed by the state. But as far as like real world learning the process of what things come up and what problems come up and learning how to yeah. circumvent these things, you know, I don't want to sit there and figure that out in six months or a year from now. I'm more just like, cool. lay it on me, like cool. lay it on, let me figure this out. And, cool. and so, I mean, you know, I've been, <clears throat> I've been labeled as intense, maybe <laughs> uh, different times <laughs> no. in my life. But people perhaps. who don't know you at all. Oh yeah. By Crazy total strangers. People. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely intense. It's what makes me really good, though, when I'm yeah. passionate about something, yeah. because I'll be great at it because I'm totally saturated in it. Yeah. Um, but it also maybe scares other people who don't know me. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So now you know. That's what I've been doing. So sorry if I, it's taken a while for me to get Vax Vax cards orders out. An order went out today, and it's been two weeks, which is I usually don't wait that long. I just I'm like I'm honestly yeah. swamped. In fact, just scheduling this time oh. was was, <laughs> was its own thing. So this started how many days ago we were going to meet, and then the next. Day, I think it started back day. in 2020. <laughs> it started last year, in fact. Um, but yes, sorry, but we are here because. Mm. Well, a couple of things. We're going to be doing an episode yeah, yeah. or two coming up. Yeah, today's topic was, uh, you know, unimmunized families, mortgages, <laughs> and what? And uh, Melissa's terrible work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of, like I was saying, I'm going to say earlier, speaking of vaccines, there's a lot to talk about right now with the new COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. which has been unveiled. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been reading some stories, some interesting stories about oh, people yeah. getting sick, um, stories about people getting COVID, people, stories from nurse friends of mine that are messaging yeah. me saying that they've got patients that just got the vaccine last week. And now here they are in ICU yeah. testing positive, symptomatic. And I've seen situations like this personally, and I'm reading about this. So there's a lot to talk about and with what's going on. And we're not talking about that today. <laughs> You're going to have to <laughs> tune in to, to that next time. To. So that's yeah. going to be next. But really, we really just wanted to have this episode to do a quick update about our next live national podcast tour, Stop, which is going to be January 16th. When you said stop, 17th. I thought you were talking to me. Like, stop. I'm like, stop. I'm not doing anything. Stop it right now. <laughs> stop being so awesome, Dr. Bob. <laughs> Something so, you can't turn off. But, uh, so, yes. Um, speaking of um, you and your family, I am going to go, I think, dancing on Saturday oh, with your sister again. No, fair. It's her birthday. I'm going to go dancing. It's her, oh, is she's it? saying, yeah, she's having her birthday. Like, she's celebrating her oh, birthday yeah, there. Yeah, January 10. I so, think. We're, it's the, yeah. yes, the night. Oh, cool. So, that's coming awesome. up in case you guys wanted to know. But after that, <laughs> the following weekend, we are going to be in Orlando, Florida. And that is going to be for our national podcast tour stop January 16th. And then January 17th, we're going to have a fundraising brunch 
where like a meet and greet, you guys can talk to us, hang out with us, we can chat and you can help support the efforts that we have going here to continue to visit different states, educate people on what's going on with not just vaccines, but also COVID. And if you're somebody listening who is a big supporter of us, but you can't make it to one of these states, you haven't heard about a fundraising dinner, and you do want to support us, we always forget to mention this, you have the ability to donate directly on our website, immunityed.org, which is also immunityeducationgroup.org. And those are tax-deductible donations. Um, We can absolutely use those donations because as we continue to travel and do this, we want to continue spreading that message as many places as will have us. And um, we aren't going to have fundraising opportunities consistently. And so if you want to help support what we're doing here with this national tour, we would love you to do that. And you can do that directly on our website. Again, that's immunityeducationgroup.com. Right, or .org. I think oh, we're sorry, .com. .org. We're .com we're as well, though. We have both. But, .com, um, .org. That's what happens when you're big time. When you're big time, <laughs> you get both the .org yes. and the yeah. .com. I did not do any other dots after that, because no. there are other dots you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can check out tickets for Florida. I mean, we'll post this hopefully tomorrow or the next day. So it's basically one week away from when you guys hear yeah. this. So, um January seven, January sixteenth is the Saturday night. That's going to be podcast. our actual, like, informative educational event where we're going to be dropping facts bombs on you, <laughs> and we're going to be having a good discussion yeah. about COVID and some other topics, which I'm not going to tell you what they're going to be. Right. But eventually, here soon, we need to get some snippets from our other two um, days that yeah. we've done, and we're going to put some audio snippets yeah. here so you guys can pretend you were there and make sure if we're close <laughs> to your state that you make sure you find a way to get there for the next. Um, I think our next yeah. one probably won't be until March. We definitely have something in April. We may have something in May, but I'm going to take February off because it's hard for me to even yeah. it right now to be doing this. Um, so I'm going to give myself a little time to adjust to the new hectic schedule. And then yeah. uh, we'll definitely have something going in um, April and possibly before that. And then also in May, we have, lots of states are contacting me. So it's just a matter of locking them down and so that we can come see you guys and be there in yeah. person with you. But if you're in the Florida area, yeah. Go to our website, immunityed.org. Click on the live podcast tour um, thing at the top of the website. You'll see the Florida date. You click on it for the Eventbrite tickets. I'll add the tickets for the Sunday brunch, brunch mm-hmm. there as well. And you can click on either of those Eventbrite or both. Click on both, hopefully. And so join us for the live podcast and join us the next day for a yeah. Hang uh, out with know, us for two uh, days. Brunch and um, Cheryl and I are hitting uh, Animal Kingdom the next day. We're going to go to Avatar World. and I live enjoy, in Animal uh, Kingdom with my two <laughs> so children. You know, so I have no need. I have go. no need to go somewhere else that mimics my own home life. Uh, so I will be heading to yeah. non-Animal Kingdom. This is going to be my yeah. vacation of having yeah. just adult time where just get to meet other um Medical yeah. freedom and informed consent advocates. Yeah, we're um, looking forward to it. I I love these. Uh, you know, yeah, Texas great, was fun. Huh? Nashville was Tennessee awesome. Tennessee was awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to Florida and looking forward to I guess doing this for. I haven't know, been to Florida in a years. really long time. Like yeah. I think the last time might have been when I went to Disney World when I was nine years old. Holy and do, you know what's funny? Do you know I was there for a beauty pageant? <laughs> 
wait, you? This is what? Yeah, I. So I was Little Miss California. I've seen pictures of you when you were no. young. Yeah. yeah, but not that. Yeah, one. You're cute, <laughs> your cute long hair. I was. I was. I had my little sash <laughs> and my crown. I have them somewhere at my mom's house, I think. But I was Little Miss California, <laughs> and so I flew to the nationals in Florida to represent wow. California. And then That's while we were there, went to Disney World. I think that really was the last time yeah. that I was there, unless I'm totally blacking out on like a decade of my life, which could be true. <laughs> I mean, that honestly could be true, too. I seem to yeah. not remember certain points. But I'm excited because Florida is, you know, very different right now than we are. And so I'm actually kind of excited to be there, have dinner places, go places, exist. I mean, some people I've seen don't want to leave when they're there because they don't want to have to come back to the way things are here. Now, yeah. granted, you know, if you create your life the way that you create your life, uh, even if you're in a place like California, Maybe it doesn't feel like things have changed too much for you, and but there's only so much you can do. You know, you're missing out on the social activities and that part yeah. of it. So it'll be nice to sort of see that and uh, get an idea of what Florida is like. Um, we will be there, or I'll be there at least Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Are you guys gonna be there Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Yeah, we're there. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and yeah. So you can you can see also see the links on Melissa Floyd's uh, Facebook page or your Instagram. You posted links to the events there as well, and and uh, my Facebook page as well. And yeah, so grab your tickets. I'm super excited. Really looking forward to seeing you guys there. Sorry for the short notice. We just haven't podcasted <laughs> because Doctor Bob can't get it together. You guys. Yes, that is the reason. He just can't get it that together. Is the reason. I'm He's like, so oh, busy. I'm writing a new my book. Kids oh. are driving me crazy. <laughs> I've got patience. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big bad doctor with all these responsibilities. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. It's actually totally my fault. But um, and I'm the one eating this time. <laughs> this, this may be one of the first times ever. I'm scarfing down some coconut yogurt um, because I I'm, that's the other thing when you're really busy and you're working from home, you just forget to eat. I make sure and my kids get fed or else they'll bother me too much. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then but I don't often get to feed myself. So Anyway, the Florida event is going to be awesome. So this is going to be sponsored by the Florida Freedom Keepers. And they are so awesome and so on top of it. And they do amazing events on their own. They're keeping the state moving and grooving with medical freedom and uh, awareness of legislation and things like that. So it's a great group over there. And um, you guys aren't going to want to miss it if you are in the area. Now, we do film these events, but no, they will not be live streamed. And nobody will be allowed to live stream them when they are there. So if you're thinking you'll just stay home instead and get it that way, you will not right. be able to do that. Now, we are professionally filming them, having them filmed, so that we can utilize that footage and put together in the mix of our educational episodes that we're going to be offering that Dr. Bob mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. We're going to have in-studio ones and live ones. And we'll be able to put this right. together and have some pretty good content um, I think across the board that will be awesome. I mean, it's going to be a nice compilation, I think, between all these things. Yeah. So if you are showing up live, you may show up in the video. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah no, you exciting. can't forget about that, Dr. Bob. You're going to be seen on video, on camera. <laughs> yeah. So comb and, your hair yeah, that day. Yeah, so like... <laughs> mm. No, but like, I mean, 10 years from now when people are watching this documentary, still, hopefully... 
you yourselves could be, you know, in the audience. We could have camera angles from different wow. different angles in the room, and people. So could don't come for us. Come up for in you. Our video. I know. Yeah, this could be your moment. You don't need to come for our, you know, education. Just come for the chance of your left shoulder showing <laughs> showing up in in some footage that's going to be seen by yeah. tens of thousands, if not more, hundreds only, of thousands. Only if you're looking very interested and fascinated. Yes. Like, don't be on your phone. Yeah, they're, they're, they'll be scanning the crowd for people that are looking really uh really into what i'm saying <laughs> clapping at my jokes and clapping at i did make a lot more jokes last time it's funny i, I, I it just depends on the night but I, people I were laughing i missed them you really? were people people oh. were laughing oh I, yeah were they the tennesseanians were laughing <laughs> i'm sorry that you didn't right. get all my jokes but they actually were i thought it was pretty funny uh it's kind of fun to have fun with that and then i after that i spoke at the heart of freedom rally yeah, which was in san yeah, diego and yeah. you know what's you, you want to hear something really funny about that i had so many people tell me it was like stand-up and i was like what like yeah I, I saw some of the video of it and it kind of was because you were funny but they weren't planned jokes i know <laughs> like so stand-up everyone every everybody that is yeah, stand-up these are completely routine. planned right yeah but it's funny that once they said that and then i watched some of the clip i was like <laughs> oh wait i get why it looks like that yeah, and then yeah. i'm now i'm wondering if people thought i had planned jokes in between my data but honestly that literally <laughs> all comes up at the moment, I think one of my favorite little bits was when I mentioned <laughs> respiratory droplets. Yeah. Because yeah. because just these terms, you guys, like social distancing. I think earlier on I joked around saying that these all sound like band names. Like this is somebody's <laughs> band. And so I just yeah. said that live at this thing. I was like, and now coming to the stage, <laughs> respiratory droplets. And it was just like it was and then people loved it. And it was funny because it sounds like it was totally like um you know a planned joke there but it wasn't at all but it was funny um you know i actually am kind of funny on my own i don't really show it that much you here. know i am too like i feel I like am. i am too but no one else does <laughs> no nobody else notices <laughs> you're funny in your head i mean i like making I'm hilarious jokes. Yeah. you should hear you should, you should hear me when I drive to work. <laughs> I'm so funny then. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't I don't even know if I really joke that much here. But every now and then in our live things, it'll just be the night. It'll just be like, yeah. and I'll just kind of be joking yeah. more, uh, which is, it just comes out. It's sort of, it's not yeah. planned and there's no controlling yeah. it. Um, yeah. Well, we like to have fun. Happens. Having yeah. fun. I mean, I've said that, I've always said this ever since you and I started working together. If this wasn't fun... I, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it this long. I mean, it well, no, be... it's tedious. And, and there's all, I mean, it's I not mean, even... There's all that work, but there's that fun, enjoyable element to to just relating together through, you know, all this Well, I crap. think, too, that's why all these parents have come together. They found great friendships in other advocates yeah. because yeah. there's something about the people in this community. You know what I mean? Like, that makes connection very easy. So um, it's a good group of people, no matter what anybody else says, <laughs> even if they call you crazy. It's a good group of people. They're very yeah. caring. They're very invested. And uh, some of the most, you know, lifelong friendships have been have been formed from from these, you know, efforts that mm -hmm. we've been doing as, yeah. as parents. But please come um, to Florida. And then if you are the leader in your state and you want us to come do an event there, um, contact me or contact Immunity Education Group or Dr. Bob and uh, let's get it on the books because our goal is to at least every at least every two months to be going somewhere. So we'd be at least going yeah. six places a year um, at the at the least. Maybe we could fit in a couple extra ones and then continue bringing the up-to-date 
information because we're adjusting it based on the day, right? Like yeah. we're adjusting. Yeah. This is not like one routine we're doing everywhere. We're, this is literally, it's different every place. And that's what's kind of exciting about it. Anyway, so that's all the time I can give you, yeah. Dr. Bob, because I have to get back to my, <laughs> my busy life. My 45 minutes is up. Yes. Yep. Uh, you can, I'll, I'll send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you guys Goodbye. next time. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> the vaccine conversation hopefully the next time will be a lot sooner than the last next time was hopefully the next time that like was the last month. time is not as long as the last time was for the next time yes, that we exactly. may be doing this Didn't next I just say or that? later definitely okay for sure totally oh are we leaving yeah are we done? done that was oh. the sign out bye guys all right we'll see you next time oh well, that's I'm... why it didn't sound it didn't sound official until you say that part okay. <laughs> so bye everyone Right. No, you hang up first. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. <laughs> okay, I'm hanging up. No, I really no, am. you guys turn off your podcast first. No, you, no, you press off on the Apple button. No, you do it. You do it. I will stay on this phone all night with you. <laughs> I'm holding on to the long cord. I'm just gonna <laughs> all right, guys. We'll catch you next time. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. Always consult your healthcare professional for information on vaccines and infectious diseases.